Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash, where we talk all things NFL fantasy football. We'll kick off by discussing a couple of league-leading dynamic duos before moving on to the ever-present segment of the show where we drag you through the heartbreak of how our teams are getting on just one week away now from fantasy football playoffs before finishing off with a game of true or false. Thanks for all that you're doing to support the show, especially sharing it with anyone that you know that plays fantasy football. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. kick off this week's episode by having a quick chat uh, and a question really. So Scully, I'll come to you first. So um, some big plays and some surprising players really with high scores from last week. Um, but which quarterback and tight end tandem were the highest two scorers in week 14? Jacksonville, Lawrence and Ingram. Spot on. Yeah. So Evan, well, both of them both scored 39 points, which... Trevor Lawrence, I mean, it's unexpected for both of them, but especially more so with Evan Ingram. But but yeah, great game, a great game for the Titans. Um, Trevor Lawrence ranked eighth overall now for quarterbacks. Uh, I know we've kind of talked about the Jags a little bit in the past, but did you see that, that game scoring? Can you see either of those continuing for the coming weeks? Yeah, I think he's pretty um, impressive. It seems to teams have turned it turned it on a bit and kept it on a bit which is what we were talking about a few weeks ago just just needed a little bit more consistency and um yeah he seems to be seems to be doing it lawrence i think uh, we've spoke about situation in he, he was in last year versus situation in is in this year and um it's it's night and day isn't it so uh yeah i think they're i think they're good i think he's seems to be really driving them forward and performing well um, whether they whether they make the playoffs yet to be seen, but uh, they're giving themselves a chance. Yeah, and, that, and that's a great result against the Titans, and a couple of tough games coming up against the Cowboys and the Jets in the next couple of weeks. But then they finish off Week 18 against the Titans again, which is by no means no slouches at all. So great yeah, matchup I... though, in if against the Titans, Titans aren't aren't particularly great against. Uh, Wide receivers, anything, anything thrown really. So, uh, I know Evan Ingram was someone out in our little DraftKings game that we have. Uh, somebody I had until about a minute before kickoff, and then changed my mind and bottled it because he's not mm-hmm. particularly done anything. What a mistake that was! Yeah, the uh, and, and the, I guess matched up with that. So Zay Jones as well scored twenty-one points. So, so yeah, Trevor Lawrence seems fairly consistent now. Um, <laughs> Etienne, which may be a bit of a sore subject, but a bit more inconsistent despite his qualities. But yeah, different receivers each week, but Lawrence doing doing very well and the Jags as well. Charlie, question for you. Uh, which quarterback and wide receiver tandem scored a collective 64 points in week 14? Um, 64 points. Got to be Jefferson Cousins. Oh, good effort, but but no. So two surprising ones, one in particular, but no. Jerry Judy and Russ Wilson. Wow. Yeah. So Jerry Judy, thirty-three points, which when Cortland Sutton went down last week, I believe, 
the only receiver, but when Russell Wilson's been awful all season, he scored 31 points. So so that was against Kansas City as well. I mean, what are you thinking of that? that that's got to be a one-off, right? I mean, a lot of hype around Jerry Judy before season started. So, I mean, the, the guy's... He's a he's a good receiver. Uh, I think his main issue has been the fact he's got uh, Russell Wilson as his quarterback because uh, the guy's been absolutely horrendous all season. Uh, but yeah, I, I think surely it's got a bit of a, a bit of a one-off. Plus the fact Russell Wilson knocked himself out trying to run. Um, I, I can't see him being back on it this uh, this coming week, having knocked himself out. Yeah, I can't. I ain't, I didn't see. I ain't seen enough this season to say that they've been gradually getting better, and it's got to a point where it's starting to click. It's so for me definitely a one-off because they've just been, like Tom said, horrendous all season. Got nothing going on offense. Have been pretty held in some games to tight games just because of the defense. Whereas this game. Um, Neither defense or uh, sorry, neither defense were, were good. So both offenses um, managed to put up decent scores. But yeah, one off for me. Similar to the Jags, it's a, another good matchup. Uh, it shows how important matchups are. Kansas City's defense give up points to wide receivers and quarterbacks. Um, they've, they've, I think, Kansas City are ranked twenty ninth worst uh, for giving up points against wide receivers. And I think 30th against quarterbacks. So, uh, similarly to Trevor Lawrence and Ingram, uh, a good matchup, yeah. which, uh, which helps. Yeah, quite right. And and I know we've talked a lot all season about Russell Wilson. It's been an awful season for him. And, and even before then, whether he's whether he is a very good quarterback or whether he's, he's just kind of ridden on the back of a Seattle defence all his career or not, but... He's not turned a bad quarterback overnight and, and whether there's still a little bit in there if he can be protected a bit more, if he can have the receivers that are doing well, then then maybe. Not quite the 31 points, I don't think, but but be okay. And I mean, there's no way that the Broncos are dropping him anytime soon, not with that sort of money. So, so yeah, he, he'll be there for good. Um, One last one to finish up, up with. So I'll open it up to both of you. So last weekend, so which number 17 scored 16 points on his debut? Baker Mayfield. <laughs> the main man, he's back. There he is. He's back doing Baker Mayfield things. So yeah, Scully, have you got, got a new Rams Rams jersey, number 16, 17? It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> I'm telling you. If, if I win, if I win, uh, if I win our, our league... This uh, this year, then uh, that's the shirt. That's the shirt I'm getting. <laughs> it had it. It had it written all over it, didn't it? Once it was enough, and I mean, I think uh, the reports that on Thursday night, it was even calling out plays that were so basic, or literally, right, you receiver go route, or you fade. Not even kind of the, the technical plays. I guess I've been in there 48 hours, but but that, it feels like that's what he's all about. He can just. Get on board with the team, make a difference, have an impact, and and in fairness, looks like a good teammate, good player. If it's well, I don't know. I guess we'll see what Stafford's injury is like at the end of the season. See what they want to do. But even if he goes to a different team, he can't be doing his chances any harm. Um, either of you tempted to pick him up, maybe even as a backup on your roster? 
No. Not even slightly. <laughs> in okay. fairness to him, I mean, he's he's still a good he's a good player. Um, you don't get drafted at that position to to not be. So he, he has got it in him, um, and I, I think. Well, I, I watched I watched a lot of the game, and and he that final drive, that fourth quarter, he he was brilliant. Um, but if he does what he's done previously, then I'm sure next week he'll be absolutely atrocious. So, no, nah, I'm not. How much? Sure. How much does it hurt you to say that he's a good player then? <laughs> <laughs> I can say it now because he doesn't play for the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, generally I think um, going into a McVeigh style offense, I mean, is a is a similar kind of player to um, to Stafford in a way, where he's just he's got a big arm. Mm. Uh, he can he can he can do pretty much every throw. If you give him the freedom to to use it, then he's probably going to be a good player. He's very effective with um, play action, whether he's dumping it off to um, to the run game or whether he's going to an RPO option, um, or like I said, play action and getting it upfield to his receivers. I think where he was good in the first season with Stefanski, where we where he took us to the playoffs. And um, he won that playoff games against against obviously the Steelers. It was it was no it need, was effective. There's no need for that. You don't need to bring that up. <laughs> Sorry, but but he was uh, but he was he was excellent, right? And then the next year, they sent to well, obviously he got he got injured a, he got injured a little bit, but I don't know. There was just something all around that situation that that was wrong, and obviously he's got he's got forced out. He's he's gone to Carolina, and that situation just just wasn't right. He's got out of that, and he's he's been he's been given a a second chance, if you like. And I think he could thrive under Mc, under McVeigh. Um, I like him as a coach. He seems to be really big on Baker. Uh, I think his personality is going to be good for LA because it's. It, I think it's going to be a, a good fit. Whether whether next year is going to be the starter, probably not. Stafford's always going to come back and be the starter, but he's got a few games now to really prove what he's all about and give himself a chance of fighting for a spot, potentially at the Rams next season, or showing another team that he's still a starting quarterback and getting himself a, a good deal and potentially being someone else's franchise quarterback. He needs to just stop headbutting other players uh, for he concusses himself and knocks himself out. It's literally a ram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite literally. He, um, and he said in the presser afterwards that having those kind of different offensive coordinators every season with the Browns and then a new one again with the Panthers, if it's all led to this and having to learn an offense within a few days, then he's used to just learning new things or he's experienced so many different offensive game plans that he's probably learned this one in some way shape or form before um and then it then the game this week so playing the packers this week um but not until monday night so i guess you've gone from thursday night to the following week and it's monday night an extra long time so so again hopefully doing good into this next week but but no i'm with you i'm not picking him up anytime soon either just last time last time he played the packers by the way through about four interceptions Christmas Day last year in 
it wasn't nice watching. So let's move on to reviewing our matchups in our teams this last week. Um, so Charlie, you scored 96 points, as did Scully, also 96 points. And I scored 113, which takes me to six wins on the season. Uh, Charlie for five and Scully for three. So that's just the highest scorers each week between us three. Um, having said that, we all lost. So nothing to shout about at all. Um, so my record is now 7-7, seven and seven, uh, having lost by two points. So um, coming right down to the wire, so even Monday night's games, Hopkins just got 12 points, which my opponent, Kyle, had uh, Kyla Murray as well. So I guess he got knocked out uh, early doors. So, so it could have been a totally different story both ways, really. I could have got beat by a hell of a lot more as well. Um, Instead of points that I did score last week, I started both Pirine and Mixon, more in the hope that just in case that they rest Mixon a little bit or if he's still injured, hopefully between them they'll score some points and uh, and they did. Collectively they got 20 points, which is uh, which is all right and I think more of a safety blanket if you like, but, um, but lost all the same. Uh, Charlie, coming on to you. So, so you lost by 11, taking your record now in the league to 6 and 8, which... Which puts us all in a pretty tricky position, actually. But, but yeah, you at six and eight. Looking at your team, so it looks like most players underscored, probably apart from Mike Williams, which looks like a decent pickup. Um, but yeah, talk us through your week. Yeah, the uh, early game, uh, Thursday night game. I my kicker scored well um, from the early kickoffs. Um, I didn't have that many players playing, so. I think uh, Stefan Diggs and the Eagles and uh, ETN and ETN did nothing. Uh, me and you spoke about it earlier. If he gets that touchdown, he gets stopped on the one. Extra extra few points for me. Uh, the guy I'm playing had Zeke and uh, Westbrook Akine, who I uh, predicted would score well. And uh, he ended up getting him a touchdown late on. Uh, Zeke scores the winning touchdown late on. Um, yeah, just fine margins, and then the Dolphins um, just didn't do anything. Uh, I thought, to be honest, that I was going into it still in a strong position. I had four players playing uh, on the Sunday night game, Dolphins against Chargers. Expected them to score well. Mike Williams obviously managed to pick him up. He scored all right. Everett didn't do bad for a tight end, seven points, but... Only five points from Waddle and 14 from Tua um, is just not good enough. Um, yeah, really disappointed with the Dolphins. And it shows as well because literally as soon as I, uh, as soon as the game finished, I went straight on to my team for next week. Waddle and Tua, both benched, not playing anymore. That's it. <laughs> They'll be spat out well and truly. Uh, they can sit and warm that bench for me now. Is that is that it? You're not starting them this week? You... Nope. Wow. Okay. I don't know what the word is on uh, on Kenny Walker either, but I guess that that was a big miss. Who's someone who's been doing so well since he's got in the team? But I guess if if Kenny Walker was activated and he was playing, you'd have probably dropped Mike Evans anyway, would you? Beforehand, uh, if uh, if Kenny Walker would have been in the team, then he would have probably been playing over uh, Etn. Okay. Um, just just purely based on the uh, on the matchup. And the fact that 
Tennessee aren't particularly uh, good against the throw. Uh, we mentioned earlier uh, the matchup with uh, Lawrence and Ingram, but they are good against the run. Um, so yeah, not a great matchup for ETN. So uh, yeah, I would have probably sat him, uh, and I would imagine Walker would have scored half decent points, potentially made that eleven point gap for me. But yeah, he, he's not looking like he, he's going to be involved next week either. So fingers crossed, if I manage to squirm my way into the playoffs, he, he's then available for me then. Yeah, so, so speaking of which, so like you say, you're six and eight um, in the last spot in the playoffs, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then and then two below you that are also six and eight. So your points total is definitely in your favour. So at least if you're tied... Um, you'll be fine, but but you really need that win, don't you? And and a big week next week against good old Tyler Lockett, someone who you're playing against. Which, uh, well, storybook ending if um, that goes against you, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Um, so Scully, coming on to you. So again, a, a loss as well, and and now a three-game losing streak for you. Lost by 21 points. Looking at your roster, so Car scored just two points. Stevenson. Injured early on with just three points. Then James Cook coming off the back of a big week, scored just two points as well. Um, a few players maybe scored a little bit on your bench, but but again, anything you could have done different or anything else about your week? Yeah, really. So just a couple of people that underperformed. Obviously, Stevenson, as you've mentioned, went down early. So he was, he was the one that I needed to score big to, to save if to save my week it wasn't out of the question that he would have scored 24 points to to get me a win yesterday but if he's if he goes down injured it's just it's just not gonna happen is it? it's bad luck so that was that so not really too fussed about that did leave myself a little bit too much to do but the main one was car just dreadful on um, on thursday night and just left myself from that point too way too much to do um yeah if i mean if if car doesn't start and i put um i put daniel jones in there it's a different game and i've and i've probably won that game the only one on my bench was and this is this is i probably talked myself into it during last last week's podcast in starting james cook because before that podcast i put in a waiver request for um, shark uh, for the intention of starting him in that flex option, um, and then didn't chose Cook instead because of the the podcast last week. And uh, again, that's that decisions that decisions cost me. But it's it's just one of them things. Um, this week, yeah, didn't didn't deserve to win. A uh, couple of bad decisions from my from from me. Some bad luck. Um, it was the other weeks where I'd performed really well and um, and not one that hurt a little bit more. But this is what it is. Still got a chance of making the playoffs. Seven and seven, same, so same as you. Uh, one ahead of Tom. We're all in the playoffs at the minute, but clinging on. We just uh, need for a couple of results to to go our way. But I think I should should be in. Um, but a, a favourable match up next week anyway to to get in against. Um, against midday so uh, so we'll see yeah hopefully and, and looking at it 
I, I think you are in, I'm pretty certain. Again, based on the points scored, you should be all right. Just unfortunately, a bit of a bad run of form. And, and those injuries, again, I know we talked about some of them last week, but Stevenson, for you, that's been doing great all season. Debo, for me, is now out for fantasy season anyway, which is which is awful timing, really, for the, such important players. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how we go on next week. Um, but hopefully, hopefully we've all got something to play for still when we're recording next week. So looking ahead to week 15, um, let's play a game of truth or false and uh, get your crystal ball out, see what you think it's going to be. So, Scully, to start you off, Jalen Hurts will be the highest scoring quarterback this week. True or false? True. That was a big ponder. <laughs> I'm assuming top scoring or second highest scoring, something along those lines. You're not thinking it's a bad matchup against the Bears. No, no, it's not. It's not a bad matchup against the Bears. I mean, they're not. They're not particularly good. Um, they're not particularly bad against quarterback. But he's not just a quarterback, is he? So, um, I mean, just looking looking through his stats, he's only scored under twenty points. Once this season, he scored over 30 points about five times a season, including one scoring over 40 points. So he's just so consistent. He can do it through the air. He can do it with his feet. Um, yeah, he's, he's going to be there or thereabouts. And the reason for the pause is just the massive blank going through my head of who the other quarterbacks have got in their matchups. And <laughs> I realise that I'm, I have no idea, so I'm not even going <laughs> to going to try and guess. Yeah, you, you can't bet on Trevor Lawrence again, surely. So, um, so yeah, so so Jalen Hurts, so QB two uh, on the season and uh, and a high scoring quarterback uh, over the last four weeks as well. And as you said, really. Whether it is kind of the the three hundred plus yards rushing that the Eagles are putting up, or three hundred plus yard passing, he's the consistent. Uh, whether it is kind of the hundred and fifty rushing yards that he got in that in that week that he rushed for three hundred plus yards, or he's passing it and he's throwing three touchdowns to AJ Brown, but he's that one consistent. So, um, so yeah, I think that that's a that's a good bet, a fairly safe bet to be up there, if not the highest scoring. Charlie, over to you. Um, Christian McCaffrey will be a top two running back this week. I think he'll be number one overall uh, running back this week. Good matchup against Seattle. Um, the fact they've got Mr. Irrelevant in as um, hmm. quarterback, which is a harsh nickname, really. I know I've just <laughs> said it, but really harsh nickname. I mean, the guy's still drafted in the seventh round. They have, I mean, he's uh, more, more relevant than all of us yeah, <laughs> all sat here watching him. Yeah. More relevant than the undrafted ones. Uh, yeah. and, and there's some undrafted rookies that, that still put up good performances. But yeah, I think they're going to rely uh, on McCaffrey. Obviously, Debo's out now. Um, so yeah, I think they could end up relying heavily. He might get the sort of workload that he was getting, or not quite as high as he was in Carolina, but uh, certainly a lot more going through him. Uh, and Seattle are the second worst team against the run. So, uh, yeah, it's all the stars are aligned for McCaffrey to have a massive week this week. So, yeah, I'd go number one overall. Yeah, And um, Purdy's fighting through a bit of an injury, isn't he? He, he picks something up, a niggle or something in his shoulder um, during that game and fought through it. 
and um, I think he's, he's still carrying that. But are they, is it a short week this week for them? I don't yeah. think. Yeah, it's the, it the Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night game. Yeah, so I'd, ima- I'd imagine yeah. him. I'd imagine him to fight through that. He's not going to want to give up his uh, his shot now, is he? Definitely. No, definitely not. No, not not now. He's there, and and some of the power rankings as well that just got released. So again, nothing. It's nothing official, but they've put the 49ers up at second in the power rankings. Which, when you think that they've lost the starting quarterback and then their well, ultimately better starting quarterback, really, you wouldn't think they would be, but. Um, I guess just looping back, I think McCaffrey's probably a big part of that, isn't he? That Brock Purdy, if he can just dump it off, especially with losing Debo. But yeah, keep Kittle in the game. Ayuk, as we mentioned last week, probably production might drop a little bit. But with Debo out, they're going to need him. They're going to need everybody that they can that is healthy. So so yeah, all McCaffrey, I'd have thought, for this upcoming week. Uh, back to you, Scully. Uh, true or false, Amari Cooper will score more than 14 points versus the Ravens. Depends if he plays or not. He's, um, again, another one carrying a, carrying an injury. So, uh, And I think we play earlier this week on a Saturday or something. I don't know why they're playing on, on Saturday this week, but, but they are. Um, if he starts, there's a chance. So uh, I'm going to go yes, obviously, if he starts. But again, it... It's dependent on Watson, isn't it, and what, how he builds on his better performance. I'm not going to say impressive performance because he wasn't impressive, but um, it was a better performance this week against the Bengals than it was the week before against uh, the Texans. So um, if he's getting a bit more up to match speed um, and we, he starts to show a little bit more of the... 200 and odd million guaranteed quarterback that that he is or we've paid him to be then um, absolutely Cooper's well within a shot of, of getting that but um, we'll see they need to build that chemistry and I think that's all it is for the rest of this season with the Browns now season's over um, they just need to work on Watson getting him up to speed getting up to speed with the playbook getting that chemistry built up and um, and then we'll take it from there, and it's all about next season. Is that it? Do you think? I mean, again, as an outsider and just watching, I guess on Red Zone the last few weeks, Watson, it, it did look as if he was better this last week. But it, is it just a case of the chemistry, just more time, more reps? There's nothing, nothing necessarily lacking. It's just more reps, more practice. I think so. I think uh, Stefanski plays a quite a complicated offense from what I can understand it's all about it's all about timing and being very specific it's uh, we're very analytical as a team um I, f- I think it just needs to to get get to use get used to that get used to players get used to the system and um and hopefully it can it can be better I mean he's not he's not played as if for, for almost two years it's been a year and year and a half or year and three quarters or whatever. So there's going to be an element of possibly nerves, possibly um, rustiness, yeah, whatever. Rustiness but... massively. Hmm. Not played, has he? So if, if you sat sat on the bench or sat in a massage room, wherever you are, um, you're going you're gonna to be uh, rusty when you, you get on that field, aren't you? A bit stiff. That's... A bit stiff. 
That's yeah. it. Well, well to, well, to be fair, nerves were probably wrong. He should be well relaxed, shouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on. Um, so, lastly for this week, uh, Charlie, true or false, Josh Jacobs will score more than 17 points versus the Patriots. Difficult one for uh, against the Patriots because uh, I think Belichick is known for picking out the strongest point of a team and sort of shutting that down. Um, that coupled up with the fact that the Patriots are good against the run anyway, um, I think it'd be a difficult one for Jacobs. So um, I, I would say he's probably not going to he's not going to score that well this week or or not as well as he he has done. Um, through the rest of the season, uh, yeah, I think it'll be a difficult matchup for him and uh, and the Raiders who uh, haven't particularly had a great year uh, as a whole, uh, other than Devonte Adams who's shown he can do what he, he does wherever he is. Yeah, it looks it, doesn't it? That um, as good as Josh Jacobs has been these last five weeks, he's scored over nineteen points. Um, if there is a week that it comes unstuck, it will be this one uh, against the Belichick defense. Um, so, so yeah. So maybe maybe he's kind of back down to reality, uh, and maybe even single digits this week before a nice easy matchup against the Steelers the week after. Little dig. And that's that for this week. Thanks for joining. See you on the next one. <laughs>